You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 140. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? So this episode is a fun one. It was fun for me to think about. I think it's going to be one that you really want to dive into and take notes on. There will be a transcript on my website. You can go to dinacataldo.com forward slash 140 if you want to get that transcript. And it's going to break down the models that I am going to talk to you about today. So if you're driving, not to worry, I've got you taken care of. Before we jump in, I want you to know something about what you might be hearing in the background. I don't know if you can hear it, but I I want you to know that it's storming outside my window. So if you hear a sudden gush of wind or a crash, it's just the wind outside. And I know a few of my clients are experiencing much worse weather right now. Maybe you're experiencing much worse weather right now in your part of the world. So I want to know that I um, am not complaining that um, I know that it's it's difficult when we are dealing with everything that's been going on and the weather on top of it. So this episode is probably more relevant to you right this second than it's ever been. <laughs> All right, well, we've needed a bit of rain in California since it's been super dry here. So I'm kind of excited about this weather. All right, back to business. Now, in my world this week, it's been quite interesting. A little more interesting than I would have liked it. It's not exactly what I wanted to experience, but I made it what I wanted it to be based on how I thought. And Saturday, just so you know, my dog Frankie got skunked in the backyard and seriously, the skunk ran up to him. Frankie, of course, he's like the most super friendly dog ever, ran back up to him and the skunk attacked him with his stinkiness. And my poor Frankie... I spent most of my day cleaning him and he hated every moment. I cleaned everything that he touched during the day to keep the skunk smell out and refocused on the essential things that I had planned for the day that really, really, really I wanted to get done, namely my client calls. So then Sunday, my mom's car got stolen. So I spent more of my day than I'd planned to calling the police, driving out to take a you know, last ditch effort to see if maybe I could find the car, talking to the police at my house, filing an insurance claim, and also comforting my mom. So fortunately, I'm practiced at glass half full thinking, and so is my mom. So even though it wasn't fun, it wasn't what we had planned, it took up time that otherwise I would have spent doing other things, and she was quite attached to that car, we started looking forward to buying a new vehicle and looking towards the future. So what does that have to do with this podcast? I tell you all of this because no matter what happens during your week, you can refocus your attention on what you want. We can choose to think that it's not a problem and that the most important things will get done. We don't have to feel stress or overwhelm when we realize that it's our thoughts that's causing the stress and the overwhelm. 
And I wanted to do a podcast that showed what the most successful thought models were when it came to creating this sense of, it's not a problem. They are models that I've used and models that most my most successful clients have used to create any of the results they wanted. And I've talked about the model a lot in this podcast, but to give you an overview, it's the way the world is organized. It's a simplified version of what happens when we think a single thought about what's happening in the world. Something happens in the world, then we have a thought about it. The thought generates a feeling in our body. That feeling then drives the actions that we take in the world, and our actions then create the result that we see in our life. When I work with my coaching clients, I use this tool to show them the impact that their thoughts have on what they're creating in their life. And just seeing this can dissolve a lot of the stress and overwhelm that we feel, but I wanted to show you how our brains are working, and it's always working when we have different thoughts about our circumstances. All of the overwhelm, procrastination, any time management issues, they can all be placed in the model. And we begin to deconstruct old beliefs to make room for new models that can serve them better. And those models help them understand that their thoughts are creating the feelings of overwhelm or whatever else that they're feeling that they don't want to feel. That they're procrastinating because they're having thoughts generating a feeling that drives them to procrastinate and not get the results that they want. And I thought it would be helpful today to talk to you about these models that I see my most successful clients have when they're working towards achieving their goals, their results, and they're not getting sidetracked by events that happen in their life. These are models that you'll want to study to begin making progress in your own life towards your goals. They take practice. Lawyers have this tendency to want to see the end result in their hot little hands right away. We're in a hurry. And as we go through these models that get results, you're going to see themes that come up over and over again. Feeling committed, feeling compassionate towards yourself, feeling accomplishment now, even when you don't have that result in your hot little hand. You may hear me refer to the C line or the R line in this podcast. So let me break this down to you. The C line is a circumstance and it might be helpful just to kind of picture this like on a chart. So you have C at the top, T, F, A, R written down in a line vertically on that paper. So a C line are your circumstances. T line is your thought. F line is your feeling. A-line are actions, R-line is results. And I'm going to walk you through this as we go. So don't worry about memorizing this. I just want you to have like an overall view of how this is going to be broken down. It's going to help you mentally process it better. And if you need help with this, you can sign up for my procrastination masterclass because it breaks down the model for you visually and it goes into it in even more depth. You can download that video at dinacataldo.com forward slash masterclass. So when I speak to lawyers in a strategy session, the feedback I get is that they've heard this concept before, that it's not new, and it's not new. The model was something Brooke Castillo created to condense and simplify what philosophers, psychologists, storytellers have been talking about for generations in more abstract ways. And once you really get the model, you're going to begin to see it everywhere in your life. So what are the most successful client models I see? 
Well, generally speaking, they are future-focused models. They are continually refocusing their mind on what they want rather than what they don't have. And it's not in a graspy, urgent way that they're refocusing their brain. It's in a way that is certain that they are going to achieve what they want most, that it's inevitable that they're going to make it happen, that no matter what the perceived setback, whatever the things that seem to be getting in the way, they are going to create what they want whether that's to organize their practice to make room for more clients or it's to tackle a project that they've been putting off or it's to make more free time for themselves to feel less overwhelmed they know they are going to get what they want no matter what is happening externally or what their brain is thinking right now one example of this is with this model okay this is going to be a general one here c line put in the result that you want T-line, it's what you think about the result that you want. F, the F-line, well, the feeling is what the thought creates. The A-line is going to be what actions you take that are fueled by your feeling. And the R-line is the result that you are going to get based on the initial thought that you had about what was happening in the world, the result that you wanted. So the circumstance is the result you want to create. What do you think about that result? That is going to be determinative of whether or not you achieve that result. We can only create what we believe in. If we believe we cannot do it, we will not do it. It will not happen. So in a successful model, I'll see something like in the C line, the result that they want, and then the thought successful clients think are thoughts like, I can do this. I can figure anything out. It's happening. The feeling generated by these thoughts are feelings like commitment, certainty, solid, grounded. They feel in their bones that this is happening. They can figure it out. Now the actions from the feeling that they take are actions like journaling daily to understand their thoughts and shape them consciously. When they hit something that feels hard, they take a beat. They remember that they can do this. Then they take the action to do that hard thing anyway. They show up for their coaching calls prepared. They stay open to feeling all the feelings that show up no matter how awful they feel. They process those feelings. They show up for themselves consistently. They take responsibility for their emotions and their results. The result is they figure out how to create their result. Do you see how this works? Each element of the model feeds into the next. We don't take the most productive and best feeling feeling actions when we feel urgent or graspy or overwhelmed or stressed out or anxious. Those emotions are what create the actions of working slowly, grinding, procrastinating. Sometimes they lead to anger and snapping at those around us for what seem like no reason at all. Those feelings are all created by thoughts you have about something happening in the world around you. Here's another one. Imagine this. You have a goal. You've committed to it. You've been working on your thoughts and you give in to an urge to do the opposite of what you know you should be doing. Sound familiar? 
It does to me because I do it all the time. (laughs) You can feel this way. You can do these things and still create the result that you want. You can make a choice about what you make it mean. And my most successful clients who get the results they want have a model they work from that looks something like this. C-line, client gives into urge. T-line, the T they have about it is something like, the thought they have about it is something like, that's okay, or it'll get done. Maybe it's something like, it doesn't mean anything about me. The feeling they generate in the F line is compassion, compassion for themselves. We don't think of compassion being a super productive thought, but it is. It helps us move through failure faster than other people who don't have compassion for themselves, who don't have love for themselves. The action that this feeling fuels are a lot like the actions in the first model we worked through. They also have an increased tendency to have loving conversations with themselves. When my clients allow themselves to love themselves through failure, that's when the magic happens. That's when they find themselves moving through the tough spots with more ease and grace. Clients come to me hating on themselves and the results they've gotten so far in their practice and in their life. Part of the work that we do is learning to love on themselves and loving the results in their life no matter what. And the result is their results get accomplished. Another common problem clients come to me with is that they have this thought that they should have been more successful by now, whatever success means to them. And my most successful clients work from this model. In the circumstance line, it's they haven't done it. Whatever it is that they want to have done, they just haven't done it. The T line, the thought that they have is something like, it doesn't mean anything about me, or that's okay. I can figure anything out. My favorite thought right now is it doesn't have to take a long time, but I'm in it for as long as it takes. These kinds of thoughts dissolve the pressure we create when we have thoughts like I should have done it by now. The feelings that we have from this thought are feelings like ease, compassion, and then the actions we take are a lot like the same ones that I just talked about in that last model. And the result is I figure out how to create the result that I want. So here's a model that my procrastinators work from to get the results they want. You are in good company because I struggled with procrastination for a long time. Like I felt like I had my foot full on on the brake and the gas pedal at the same time. And now when I see procrastination show up in my life, it's not a problem. It's easy to lift my foot off the brake. I get things done. It's because I work from this model. In the C line, just put in something like, well, I don't feel like doing X, right? Like that happens all the time. We just don't feel like it. We don't feel like doing whatever it is we had planned and we want to do something else instead. The thought that we then can have about this thing that's happening in the world or the thing that's not happening in the world that we had initially committed to doing, well, that thought can be instead of making it mean that I shouldn't do it now or that I'm bad for not doing X now, I remember the thought, this is normal. So my thought is, this is normal. Of course, I don't feel like doing X. I always plan on not wanting to do whatever it is I had planned on doing when I put it on my calendar because there's always something else that can take our attention away. And when we really understand like this is normal and we feel the discomfort because that's the feeling this is normal okay I'm, I'm up for it I'm open 
right? That feeling might be something like open. It might be something like the discomfort of not doing X, right? Then the actions that we take from that when we are open to feeling the discomfort are feeling the urge not to do X, feeling the urge to check social media, check the email, watch Netflix, eat something, learn something, listen to a podcast, and not take action on those urges. We just feel the restlessness. Then we begin to think about why we wanted to do X in the first place. So for instance, you'll you'll ask yourself, well, what's your big why for doing what you're doing? You can move into one of the first models we talk about when you when you remember, like, why am I doing this in the first place? Like, what is the reason I planned on doing X? What is my longer term goal? I like to think a thought like, okay, well, let's do this or I can do this in that action line there because thoughts can also be an action that you take. And the result that I create is I feel like doing X for my long term goals. Like I want to do it. I understand it's normal that I don't want to do it. But you know what? I want to do this more than I want to check my email. Like it's more important to me. So these are a few of the most powerful models you can work from to create the result you want. Well, we have a tendency to think that there's a quick fix for our problems, that hearing it once is going to be enough to unravel decades of old thoughts about who you are and what you're capable of and to create those new habits of moving right into the thoughts like, yeah, I can do this. It's happening. It's working. I'm doing this. I can figure anything out. I'm open to feeling this. I'm open to feeling all of it, even if it's uncomfortable. I'm here for this. Like those thoughts are not second nature to our brains. Our brain's second nature, well, first nature is for survival. It's for feeling like things are easy. And when things are easy, all that means is that there's a habit that our brain has established, whether or not it's helpful for us or not. So if it were really easy to change all of this, coaching would not exist as a profession. And when I hired my first coach, I had no clue why I wasn't creating what I wanted to create. I didn't have this model to work from, and I thought it was going to be like therapy. Not so much. I mean, a little bit. We got into a lot of feelings. I wasn't expecting all the, the things like compassion for myself and, you know, really having that compassionate conversation with myself that we talked about in this episode. And when I understood that my primal brain was naturally wired for survival and that it created blind spots unconsciously so I wouldn't change my behaviors or feel my feelings like we talked about in this episode, well, that was a huge reason why I became a coach. I knew people needed this and I knew I could help them understand their brain to make it easier for them to achieve what they wanted to with more ease. So if you want help on your journey, I am here for you. This is something I love doing. Like this is my biggest passion is helping people, especially lawyers, understand what is going on in their brain, why they are not creating what they want to create for themselves, and then help show them this path where they can create it with more ease than they ever thought possible. So if you want help, you can book a call with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. And this is the work. Like you can go back and listen to this podcast again, go to the transcript, really see what your brain could be doing if you thought differently about the outside world, what was going on in your world, and you apply the model to it. And you will begin to see how you can unravel these patterns. It takes work. It takes practice, but you can do it. I promise you. 
All right, I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you.